Welcome to the Zen Tiki Lounge. I'm Sunshine Tiki. There are no ladies here with me this week. It's just me and I'm solo. But I wanted to send out a podcast to all of you because there's been a lot going on in life and I haven't had a chance to get here in the lounge with the ladies. So, for the few of you who are joining us for the first time, welcome to the dimly lit tiki bar that lives in your head. I am Sunshine Tiki, the original host. Occasionally, Starshine, Kalani, Pumpkin, and others will join me here behind the microphone in my home tiki bar. We try to have a new and or fun cocktail, usually tiki-inspired every single week. And then we follow that with listener mail and inebriated banter. I learned something, but I'm going to tell you about that after I tell about my drink. So I'm actually drinking a margarita. Margarita rocks with salt, of course, because the lime tree is just loaded. And when you have the opportunity to make your own mix, margarita is just so much better. Don't use the bottled stuff. You don't have to. So that is my tip always on this podcast is when fresh squeezed is available, when fresh ingredients are there, yeah, you're going to spend 5, 10, 15, 20 minutes making things um, before you can start making that cocktail, but it's so worth it. So please do it. So margarita rocks. Let me get a lot of salt in here. And uh, I do enjoy mezcal, as I've talked about on the show quite a bit. So when I make my margarita, if it's just for me or Starshine, because she likes the mezcal as well, the smokiness, 50-50, good, a good 100% blue agave tequila. And when I say good, I just mean make sure it's 100% agave, blue agave tequila, and uh, and then 50% mezcal, so a 50-50 blend. And then whether or not you do the Cointreau, uh, you know, the little, a little tip of that as well uh, in your margarita, totally up to you. But generally, a margarita is three parts margarita mixed, two parts booze, stir well, salt the rim if you like. If you sugar your rim, shame on you. And please, drink your margarita on the rocks. Skip the blender. Just, you know. So, thank you for joining me here in the Zen Tiki Lounge. Um, the dog is in the uh, Papa's on chair behind me, and she's been a little noisy today, so I apologize ahead of time if whiskey gets barky. I'm looking at her. I'm going to toss her one of her tiny little milk bones. They're like a half inch across. And they're so cute. And usually if I throw her one about every five, ten minutes, she'll keep it zipped. So I learned something about the podcast after, uh, you know, like going on 11 years here, and that is that uh, people tend to tune out when we play music, believe it or not, yeah. So I understand that some of you tune in for the conversation, the the cocktail, and the the listener mail, and then when we play a couple of songs, we notice that, uh, because we have this new... um, ability through Apple Podcasts or whatever, where you can see where people dip out and might come back in or where they fast forward on their, you know, device. And I was surprised to learn that we lose 50 to 60% of the audience when we play Exotica. So I have a solution because this is a dimly lit tiki bar and we like to listen to Lounge, as we are today, started a playlist with Combustible Edison and then uh, told the... uh, computer to go make a station out of that and it did so i think you're going to get a little bit more jazzy little darkness little uh yeah i I think it's quite nice already but um 
Yeah, people dip out when we play music. So what I've decided to do is we, when we do shows with more music, like the ones where I record without one of the ladies, I am going to play the music at the end of the show. So I will talk to you about drink and the mail and whatever else is floating my boat at the moment. I do have a few things today. And then I'll play out the music at the end, and then people don't have to worry about fast-forwarding. You can just stick around and listen to the Exotica, or you can take off. And I'll try that for a few episodes, especially the solo ones that I don't do terribly often, and we'll see how that goes. Uh, see if people you know, who are sticking around for the music enjoy that more, and those of you who are maybe not as interested in it, uh, you know, it's a little easier on you. Because it's all about you. It's all about you guys. All right. Well, I hope you have found a cocktail. If you haven't, you could even pour yourself a glass of wine or even a beer. Whatever makes you happy and helps you relax wherever you might be. Hopefully you're in your dimly lit corner. But please enjoy the podcast. And uh, if you are a drinker, please enjoy the podcast with something that you like to imbibe. You can always go to zentikilounge.com and click on the cocktails link. Look at one of our dozens of recipes. Super simple drinks with as few as three ingredients all the way up to things with seven, eight, nine, and ten ingredients. Find something that's right for you or based on what you might have in your home bar, your kitchen, your nook, whatever it is, and mix yourself a drink. I will be right back with the mail sack. Open up the sack. Mm. Yep, that's all right. That's a little moist. Well, I I'll start with our uh, one and only email that I wanted to discuss this week. Uh, I had a few others, but they were not really questions for the podcast necessarily. Things that I think people would be interested in hearing, but this one definitely is. This one is uh, says, "Dear Zentiki Team." Thanks for the great podcast and congrats on the upcoming 400th episode, which we'll talk more about after the mail segment. We have picked up a lot of great tips, tunes, and recipes on the past 398.57 episodes. I really do appreciate that you put in the episode number this since there, we're just basically squeezing in decimals until we get to 400 because we're not ready. Uh, our question for you is about ice, and I, I, like, I like questions about ice. We have found the correct ice format to be essential to proper cocktail preparation, and we really appreciated your, top, or your tip about buying pebble ice at Sonic to stock up for parties or to solve the dilemma of in-hotel room cocktail dilution. However, we've run into an issue with preparing crushed ice at home. While some hand-crushed crushers or hand-crank crushers work great for preparing about two to three drinks, having to crush another portion of ice for each round is inconvenient at best and nearly impossible when hosting a party of four or more. I totally, yeah, I totally know what you mean. Uh, blender crushing results in inconsistent texture. Yeah, that's true. If, if it works at all, if you ever tried crushing ice in a blender, uh, you know, you get a little crushed ice in the bottom and then you got cubes and then you got to stir it. You're trying not to hit the blade and, eh. and definitely, definitely. Don't stir while you're using the blender. Put the lid back on, get your hand out, and pulse again. Uh, but, you know, that's a method that eh, doesn't work so well. Uh, anyway, so they uh, they even bought a, um, a crusher on Amazon for $89. It worked beautifully for three evenings, and then it quit. Uh, they got a refund, which is good. So any suggestions you might have on a good quality, fairly priced electric ice crusher or alternative technology would be appreciated. Thanks, and 
Uh, keep up the great work. Lee and Shireen, Encinitas, California. Well, so I'm going to tell you what I do. I'll also tell you, I think, like two things that I've done in the past that it just, it didn't work, right? So I do have one of the old school hand crushers where you can fit like, you know, like six to eight ice cubes in the top. You close the lid, you hand crank it. It's got the little bucket on the bottom and and it does make a crushed ice for about, yeah, like he says, two, maybe three cocktails at a time. And that's fine. But when you have more people, I'm eating fresh fruit. When you have more people, that just really doesn't work. So there is one thing that I do frequently, done it for years, and it works really well. And that is that I do have a refrigerator with an ice crusher in the door. And it's a fairly good one. It's actually the reason we haven't gotten a new refrigerator yet. Because the outside of the refrigerator, it's got the dings and it's an older one, so it's not as efficient as I would like it to be. It costs us a little more on power, but it's got a kick-ass ice crusher. And when I serve drinks here in the Zen Tiki Lounge, people do sometimes compliment the ice. And, you know, they say, oh, where did you get all this crushed ice? Because they notice I'm scooping it out of a bucket or a, a cooler. Well, I let them know that, um, you know, when I know I'm entertaining two, three days ahead, I know that I can get um, one full round, meaning my ice machine replenishes the full bin inside once every 24 hours. And I can crush that entire amount. I put it in one of the uh, reusable grocery bags, tie it off, and I throw it in the bottom bin of the freezer. And I make two, three, four, five of those ahead of a party. And then I just take one out at a time, dump it into um, a mini cooler that I keep on top of the bar fridge behind the bar and uh, with an ice scoop, and then I have uh, crushed ice. And that works for that works for a shindig of up to about 24 people which I think most of you are entertaining that or less, right, generally. So if you have an ice crusher in your refrigerator, do that because it I think it works just fine, really well, actually. But you just have to be able to plan ahead. So if that is not an option, well, what else are you going to do? Well, as a listener mentioned, if you have a Sonic nearby... You can go buy and buy, or go buy and buy, I think it's 10 pounds of ice, their crushed pellet ice, which is great. I think it's $4.99 a bag or $2.99 a bag or something like that. Uh, and so that is an option. Now, I have, so I said like I've used the hand crank ones before and I've also, I've had a small electric crusher as well. And uh, although mine lasted much longer, it still just didn't do the volume that I wanted to. And so I just... You know, I don't know. I just, I don't feel that those electric crushers, at least the ones you would buy for your home, are worth it. You really need something more industrial. And now you're talking into the multiple hundreds of dollars. Um, you can find them in restaurant supply stores, um, like restaurantdepot.com and things like that. They do make ice crushers. They have barware for that. But, you're, you know, the minimum prices that I'm seeing um, that will both give you the volume and the reliability you want uh, you're talking, you're going 600 plus on an ice crusher. So for ice alone, you know, that that is kind of a lot. So I, I, I would say another thing to do is a, a cheaper appliance. 
especially for when you want that fine powdery ice. You don't get this from the refrigerator ice crusher. The Jimmy Buffett Margaritaville machine, which will run you between $99 and $249, depending on which model you get. But if you get the model that's $149 or more, it has the ice reservoir on top, and it shaves the ice into the pitcher, which is very convenient. And another nice thing about it is you can just shave ice, or you can put it on the setting where it shaves and blends and does everything. But because you have the option to just shave ice, you can fill pitcher after pitcher with just shaved ice. And it's that fine powdery ice that if you want to take it and pack it into a tall glass, for example, and put the straw down the middle and make that fun mid-century modern uh, like jet pilot uh, cone ice sculpture that you put in the cocktail. I think most of you know what I'm talking about. That's how you do it. It's this fine powdery ice. You put the straw in, then you pack it down. Um, so that's that's a fun thing to do. You can actually pack this ice into a lot of shapes uh, as long as they're wider on the bottom or the top from the point of view of where you're putting the ice in. Um, so they pop it back out. And you can make ice sculptures that then are like large ice cubes that float in your drinks. So that's an option too. So I, I do recommend the Margaritaville because you get your blender. It does make the best blended drinks as far as I have experienced because it shaves the ice and it has the four major settings for hurricanes, daiquiris, margaritas, and um, smoothies. So it has, and it, it does both pulsing and full blending and all of that. I use it also for my healthy salad smoothies where I take avocado and lettuce and lemon juice and parsley and stuff and just kind of blend it all up and make myself a healthy lettuce in a cup. All right, so I think that is my advice for ice. So a couple of different options for you. And if you live somewhere where you don't already have a ice crusher in your door of the refrigerator, uh, two tips for that. I, I cannot find anywhere online where you can find specifically reviews and ratings of ice crushers. What you'll find is a review on most of the other major components of the refrigerator and whether or not they have an ice crusher but you really only find comments about the ice crushers themselves when people didn't like them. So if you are looking at a refrigerator, you might want to pull it up on Amazon or goodhousekeeping.com. Those are two sites and consumer reports if you don't mind paying, you know, the small fee. And you can go through all the comments and really what you're looking for is you're just looking for no one to say that the ice maker sucks. And then you're probably okay. Um, but so there you go. All right, a couple of different couple of different options. If you want to send us an email or correspondence, send that to mail at zentikilounge.com. I like to answer your emails right here on the podcast. You can also reach us on Facebook or Instagram. On Facebook, it's Zentiki Lounge page. Sunshine Tiki, Starshine Tiki, and Kehlani Tiki are also on Facebook. If you want to send us a private message or leave us a comment there. And on Instagram, it's Sunshine Tiki. It's me. I don't have the Zen Tiki Lounge page on there. So a bunch of ways to get a hold of us, and uh, I'm able to answer uh, multiple formats. All right. I'm going to go uh, find the rest of the show. 
I'm going to uh, have a little more margarita, and I will be right back. Aloha, welcome back to the Zantiki Lounge. I'm glad you're still with me. At least I hope you are. I want to talk to you about Tiki Bar T-Shirt Club because they are so good to us and we love wearing their shirts. I just got the newest shirt and I want to give it away. I want to give away two shirts. It's not a sweepstakes. There are no super official rules, but... The uh, fine folks at Tiki Bar T-Shirt Club, um, they uh, sent us a couple of shirts, and I have those for some listeners. And we had some requests for some larger sizes so that we could uh, accommodate some of our listeners who wear a larger size. So I have a double X in men's and a double X in women's. So if those sizes sound good to you, or if you just want the shirt anyway, that's fine too. Then, um, well, I'm going to ask you to do a little something, and then I will send you one of these shirts. So I have two, and it will be the first two people who qualify by doing what I ask. But first, I want to tell you about this week's or this month's shirt. So located in Brookfield, Wisconsin, Leilani Village opened in the early 1960s, and through the years, it was also known as Giles Leilani and as Harold's Leilani Motel. The restaurant had five dining rooms. Can, can you freaking manage that? Or, you know, one restaurant, five dining rooms, two cocktail lounges, and the motel had 60 rooms. Okay, so think about that, folks. The dining room is divided up into five theme sections, and it had multiple bars. And this was just a 60-room motel. So this place was a destination that just happened to have a couple of hotel rooms, motel rooms attached to it. The tiki decor was elaborate with thatch ceilings, tablecloths of monkey pod wood, coconut carving, tropical plants, and tiki's carved from Laya by sculptor uh, Gerard E. Crawl. Outside were live palm tree fountains and a sign illuminated with jets of fire. Major entertainers like Vic Damone and Frankie Lane performed there, and it was rumored Frank Sinatra would pop in from time to time. For $2.70, you could indulge in a huge seafood buffet which included exotic food like frog legs, and you could sip on their planter's punch for $1.40, or the big spender, their ticklish tiki, for $2.50. Sadly, Leilani Village was demolished in 1996 to make room for something less tiki. Well, this is one of the cool things about uh, Tiki Bar T-Shirt Club is not only do you get a new vintage tiki shirt design every single month delivered right to you, you get a little history of the shirt and the hotel, motel, restaurant, tiki palace that it is from. You can subscribe, get the shirt delivered to you every single month, or you can go to tikibartshirtclub.com and buy just the one you want. They have both men's and women's sizes, so the women's a little more fitted on the contoured on the sides. Men's is a little more square, but they're always nice, soft cotton. I'm wearing one right now, and when I wear them out and about, I tend to get compliments. So there you go, tikibartshirtclub.com. Oh, now, how are you going to get a shirt? Well, I, I'm not going to ask you to do something, uh, you know, that's like super, super risky or hard to do. So all I'm going to ask you to do is take a picture of yourself drinking a tiki cocktail. And I'm going to say that the way you qualify it as a tiki drink, because I won't know exactly what it is in the picture necessarily. But it needs to have a good garnish. It needs to have a garnish that says, this is a tiki drink. So I don't mean a cherry. And I don't mean a lime wedge. 
I mean something a little more over the top and garish, you know? So something that says, somebody put a lot of effort into this garnish even if the drink sucks. I'm just saying. Okay, so a picture of yourself and you need to go post that on Instagram and tag Sunshine Tiki or on the Facebook page, the Zen Tiki Lounge Facebook page. And once you've done that, I will take a look at it and determine if you are one of the first two, and then I will contact you by private message and let you know whether or not I am going to send you the shirt. But there's one more thing. So not only does it have to have a good garnish, but you have to somehow in the picture prove that you just took the picture. So you can't recycle an old picture from some Hawaiian vacation you went on. No, 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 no. You can't just go find a picture from you know, a bar mitzvah or something like that where you just happen to have a Mai Tai. No, 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 no. Somehow in the picture, you have to also capture the date and time. This is going to be the challenge. I don't know. Maybe you're, you're, you're in front of some sort of sign that has the date and time. Or um, maybe you, uh, you know, show your friend's phone with the date and time. Now, don't go to the calendar app and show me the date and time that you just dialed up. No, no, no. Just show me the front of your phone. That would work. Or get more creative. But you, you do need to prove that it is a recent current picture, as in you just took it and you posted it. There you go. All right. And you get a shirt from Tiki Bar T-Shirt Club. And if you don't wear a double X, then you can give it to somebody else. That'd be fun. All right. I'm going to hit pause one more time here. I'm continuing to have a little bit more margarita. And I'm going to come back with a few more things that I want to talk about. And then we're going to finish the rest of the show with music. Here we are again. Zen Tiki Lounge. Same place. September 29th, 2018. I want you to join me and all three of the ladies of the lounge at The Reef in Palm Springs at the historic Caliente Tropics Motel because... We're celebrating our 400th podcast episode. How fun is that? So it is open to the public. It is not a ticketed event. Here's what's going to be there for you. All four of the hosts of the Zen Tiki Lounge podcast. We will be recording the show. Get there at 11 a.m. if you like. We'll be there until 3 p.m. Probably start recording the podcast about noon. We will, while recording the podcast, play what's or we'll play What's in Kalani's Bra. I know it's your favorite podcast game show. And that does include prizes, some of them very nice and some of them totally horrible, but that's the risk you take by being a contestant. We will choose contestants, obviously, from the audience that join us in the bar. I'm happy to say that Rory Snyder will be there, proprietor of the bar, and my two favorite events, Circa Caliente, which is coming up in October, and the May event, which is Tiki Caliente. Both of those are hosted at the Caliente Tropics. Rory is nice enough to let us uh, host in his bar. The bar will be serving signature Zen Tiki Lounge cocktails. So the drinks we've served at room parties, some of the drinks on our website, we are going to let listeners vote. So if you follow us on social media, keep an eye out for that. I am going to post what I think are our 10 best cocktails. And then I'm going to ask you listeners to narrow it down to the top five. 
and then I am going to batch those up so that Rory and his excellent bartenders can pour them fast, serve them quickly, give them a little shake, put the right garnish on, and you can enjoy actual Zantiki Lounge cocktails per my crafted recipes. And I think that'll be something that a lot of people enjoy because I know a lot of you make the drinks at home, but uh, you know, you may have to substitute something and you may not, you know, feel as confident as you might like making the drink. And so you're like, did this taste the same as the way Sunshine makes it? And you really never know unless you try the one that I make. Not saying that mine is better, um, but it, it might be. Just saying that, uh, you know, when uh, somebody behind a bar makes you a drink, generally they're they're gonna we're gonna do something that you just can't get in the recipe like just some small thing that just makes a little difference and it just doesn't end up in the recipe it happens all the time i I go back and update recipes all the time like some recipes have been updated 10 times i'll be like oh my god i forgot the twist or oh my gosh i cannot believe that i forgot to mention that it has to be this specific rum and instead i said you know something dumb like just gold rum or dark rum so yeah uh there you go. So join us at the Caliente Tropics at the Reef Bar. Beautiful place. Now, I'm not saying you should stay there, but make a make a weekend out of it. So that's September the 29th, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. You can obviously hang out at the bar longer. Uh, Starshine and I will be uh, staying the night before and the night of. Need to stay the night before so I can batch up the cocktails and then stay the night of so we don't have to drive back home to the L.A. area from Palm Springs. And uh well, we're going to we're going to hit the casino while we're there and play a little video poker, so you might want to head on over there and join us for that. But what we really want you to do is we want you to join us for good times, have a photo, chat a quick moment, listen to the podcast, maybe participate in what's Kay- what's in Kaylani's bra. But most of all, you know, Rory is uh, opening the space up for us, so we want you to buy a lot of drinks. And we want you to buy some food and enjoy yourself at the Reef. They've put a lot of effort into the drink menu. So even if you don't order one of our drinks, just order drinks, multiple drinks. Don't just, come on. I I think, uh, I think you're a three cocktail minimum crowd. And they've got some great food. Uh, they've got Spam Masubi. They've got Loco Moco. They've got burgers, fish and chips, chicken strips, great bar food. The kitchen does it really well. Um, so... There you go. September 29th. The post is on Facebook. I will keep updating it. It's on Instagram as well under Sunshine Tiki. And uh, we're going to just keep talking about it until we get to that date. And I'm really looking forward to it. Last but not least, we will have our new rocks glasses ready at the event. And there will be a single glass price and also a price for the pair where you'll save a little bit. It is going to have our orange, white, and black Zen Tiki Lounge logo on the front and around the back. You will see both Big Richard and Little Richard, our tiki mugs that are not currently available, but we wanted to put them on the rocks glasses because so many of you already have Big and Little Dick, and I know you would like more, but that that will not be possible. So that'll be on the back along with the anniversary dates of the podcast, or this is what I haven't decided, or the recipe for my spiced rum. That might be what I put on the back. Give me some feedback. Do you want the recipe for the spiced rum right there on the glass so you never lose it? Or, you know, should we just put the anniversary of the podcast for the last, uh, well, you know, the the 400th episode? I don't know. I can't decide. I need a sip. (laughs) 
my mother has been texting me so much. Oh, I got to give the dog another bone. I can tell she's a, I can tell she's about to bark. Um, so I was in Vegas. Oh, it was about four days ago. Oh my goodness, what a good time. So I did something in Vegas that I actually have never done. And I mean, it's not like earth shattering or anything, but I was drinking a lot of Manhattans because that's what I drink in Vegas, as I've told you all before, because it keeps the calories down, it keeps you inebriated. And even when they're made bad, they're still drinkable for the most part. So I was like, all right, done with the Manhattans. I'm gonna do something crazy, something I've never done in Vegas before when you're ordering the free drinks and I'm going to order the next six drinks are going to be Mai Tais. Knowing, knowing there's going to be shit Mai Tais, right? Well, I was both pleasantly surprised and completely let down. So the first place I ordered a Mai Tai was the Cromwell. And the Cromwell is one of the nicer places on the Strip. And I was, I didn't know I'd never ordered a fully mixed drink there before unless it's one of their signature drinks. And I didn't order it at their back bar that actually specializes in drinks. So I ordered all these drinks at the casino bars because that's the challenge, right? Those are not the bars where they make the nicest, fanciest drinks. The Cromwell made an outstanding Mai Tai. I lost track of the bartender for a moment while he was making it, so I didn't catch all the ingredients because I was playing video poker. But I did notice that they used Appleton Estate Rum, and they did a Myers Dark Float. Perfectly acceptable. But I didn't catch if he did, I believe it was lime juice and also a splash of pineapple. I believe that was the juice mix. And uh, they, they must have had Orger because I picked up on the almond, and I didn't see him pick up a bottle of De Serrano and do it that way, which is a bar trick sometimes when they don't have almond or orge or orgeat syrup. So the Cromwell bar, yeah, good one. Now next door at the Flamingo, oh my goodness, Bugsy's bar. They poured some sort of juice mixture into the glass, then put in, then put in the ice, then poured in um, a dark rum of no label that I could make out a squeeze of lime, then pushed the lime down into the ice and the juice, and he was pulling out the grenadine, in which I go, no grenadine, please! But it was too late. He just had to put the grenadine in there. He just he heard me, but he was like, you know how your, your, your motor, your skill, you were just already going and you can't stop. But he was nice enough to make it again without the grenadine. Um, it was a train wreck. It was just a sweet hot mess. There was just no no use drinking it at all, but I played a few more hands of video poker, cashed out, walked away, got rid of that drink and ordered a Manhattan from the Cocktail Girl. Next was, where was I? The Cosmopolitan. Um, okay, so here's where I was surprised that I thought, because the Chandelier Bar in the middle of the casino and then the Bond Bar, two of my favorite haunts. I love the video poker at those spots. Uh, yeah, ordered a, ordered a Mai Tai at the Chandelier Bar. Not good at all. No, it was essentially like the Flamingo one, although I think the juice could have been maybe fresh squeezed, but it was just a juice mixed and some random rums and just, no, not, not very good at all. Next, I end up downtown Vegas because I wanted to spend the day down there and I ordered a Mai Tai at the Four Queens Bar and 
they did what I call like it's an Italian Hawaiian Mai Tai. This is the one where they use Di Serrano, uh, you know, the almond liquor instead of a, an orge because they don't have that. And so it was pineapple juice and OJ. That's how you know it's a Hawaiian Mai Tai. It's gonna have pineapple and OJ or just pineapple. There won't be any lime or lemon or anything like that. So equal parts, I think, pineapple and OJ with the uh, Di Serrano and a, uh, a gold rum. And I wanna say, was it Bacardi? I can't remember. Um, and again, this bartender was also gonna put the grenadine in it and I, I asked him to hold off. Um, and then he did a float of dark rum, which was Myers. And I tasted it both from the top to get the dark rum, and then tasted it through the straw, and then stirred it, and then tried it again. And it was it was pretty it was pretty decent at the at the four queen. Wait, did I say four queens? Yeah, four queens. Um, the next one was let me think. I ordered at the slot machines at Main Street Station. She asked me twice, and then asked me to tell her what was in a mai tai. So I gave as close to the Trader Vic's version as I could with what I thought they would have. So I asked for it with uh, lime juice and a silver rum and a dark rum and some almond syrup or Di Serrano <laughs> and, uh, and then like, you know, a lime for garnish or what have you and a little bit of the um, uh, Cointreau orange liqueur. And uh, I don't know what they actually put in the glass, but I don't think it was any of those things. It was, it was just probably some rum and some juice, and uh, yeah, it was uh, it was drinkable though. It wasn't too sweet, so that was interesting. And I think last but not least, it was still downtown. Elcourt? No, no, no. It was the California because uh, the California is like called the Ninth Island. A lot of Hawaiians love to stay there downtown, and I thought, though, will I will order a mai tai there. And the garnish was amazing. So it was like twists of orange, kind of in a figure eight on top of each other with swords and cherry and a lime wheel, a pineapple spear. Um, and then it had a really cool straw with this like dangly thing off of it. And I ordered this one at the bar and they did charge me, eh, I want to say it was 12 bucks. Um, it, but it was it was a good Mai Tai. Not great, a good Mai Tai, but the garnish was over the top. And I, I generally take a lot of pictures in Vegas, and I only took pictures out of two of these six drinks, and so I, I'm not, I'm not going to bother posting them. In fact, the post on this episode, you're going to get very few pictures of anything. I'm just going to post the audio, let you listen to it. This is just kind of a quickly thrown together episode that I wanted to put out there. But yeah, so I don't know, maybe do that sometime when you're in Vegas or, or a big town is what is one of your favorite drinks? Go order it everywhere. See what you get and rate it. Take pictures and, you know, kind of have a fun time with it. So that kept me occupied for half a day. All right. Now, last but not least, last thing that I want to uh, talk about before I leave you with some uh, with some music is that uh, people write into the show quite a bit. And they will ask some very, very specific questions, and that's okay. Um, but when you ask a very, very specific question, and I'm not going to give any specific examples, you have to understand that your question could be one of a couple of things. It could be something that people have asked 
a gabillion times, and I'm just not going to say it on the podcast again, because, you know, we repeat ourselves a bit anyway. I Sometimes you just got to draw a line. Uh, it could also be so specific that, like, you're, I know you are the only one that cares about that thing, and also probably may not mention that one on the podcast. I might just answer you via email, but I will answer you. And then the other reason, the other thing about email that we get sometimes that people kind of complain about is that they'll say the answer was too personal. And I, I don't understand that because we don't poke fun at people and we don't, um, we might make, we might make light of part of the question or something like that, but this is a free podcast and, uh, you didn't pay to, uh, hear it. So just like a comedy or anything else, you got to be ready for what you get when you ask someone you may not know a question that's going to go out over the internet. Uh, and we only mention the names that people give us in the emails. And most people just leave a first name, which is fairly still anonymous. And a lot of people don't even put their name, so then we don't even say who it is. And some people even say, just please don't mention my name, but I wanted to tell you so you know, and I met you at an event one time. So we follow those rules. Don't be a puss about it, Jesus Christ. I don't need responses from people telling me they didn't appreciate something. You know what I don't appreciate? I'm not even gonna tell you, because it's a few things. Oh. Margarita. See, I told you the music was gonna be kind of jazzy, loungy, sultry today. Starting a, starting an iTunes uh, station with Combustible Edison was a good idea. I started with the song Spy vs. Spy, which is one of my favorites by them. So maybe you should try that and see, uh, see what you get uh, in your car, in your iPod, your wherever you might be. All right, so I think that's about all I've got for you. I have I have some more errands to take care of today, and I also um, Starshine uh, is taking me to a new bar in Santa Ana, which is in Orange County, California, that's been open for a little bit. It's called Vacation, and it kind of looks like a kind of a not mid-century modern. Um, I would say an avant-garde version of the Golden Girls living room. So imagine kind of the rattan furniture and tropical prints, but the um, sculpted ceilings with hanging chandeliers, like old brass and uh, metal chandeliers. I, well, anyway, you can look up Vacation Bar in Santa Ana, California. Look it up. Uh, the cocktail menu looks nice from, or nice from appearances. I'm going to try it out. Starshine said she'd buy me a drink, and I'm going to hold her to that, and I'll probably have a second one. But, uh, the, you know, I love when a, an area near you is opening new places and making it fun for you to get out and about. So I'm going to try that, and then I think probably Starshine and I will talk about it on the next podcast. All right, there we go. Thank you for joining me here in the Zen Tiki Lounge. I'm going to play you out with about four or five Exotica songs. We'll see what you get. I want to remind you again that we love Tiki Bar T-Shirt Club, and you should go to tikibartshirtclub.com. Stay tuned for our event, September 29th, Saturday, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. at the Caliente Tropics, but specifically the Reef Bar at the Caliente Tropics in Palm Springs, California. And stay on the lookout for all of the news from Circa Caliente. You can find them on social media. That event is the weekend of October 18th. 
It's a four-day event. You can get there as early as Thursday, but Friday, Saturday, Sunday are the big days. We're getting there Thursday. We will be hosting a room party, and the room party will be themed to either Weird Science or the B-52 song Planet Claire. I've been saying it was going to be the B-50, you know, I was going to do Planet Claire. But then I got this weird science bug up my ass, and I want the girls to have to wear bras on their head. And they're not really into that, but I could probably get them to do it for at least a couple of photos. So, you know, maybe some of you can write in or post something and let us know. What do you think? Which one of those would be more fun as a party? Because Circa is 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s themed. So we like to keep the parties and drinks and all of that and everything you wear kind of themed to those four decades, which is super fun. And uh, we always do 80s. So that was, that's why I'm trying to decide between Weird Science or Planet Claire. Now, the nice thing about Planet Claire, the song itself describes the planet and the people. So it gives you a lot to go on for how you decorate and dress. Um, it'd probably give me some insight on what the drink would like too. But Weird Science is one of my favorite 80s movies along with The Goonies. Yeah, and Better Off Dead. Three of my favorites. John Cusack was so good looking in that movie. Anyway, thank you for joining me here in the Zen Tiki Lounge and until next time, mahalo. Mahalo.